Yes, y'all, you know what it is. It's that kids, them wives, and that nine to five. But we are married to the games. What is going down? Zero, five, one. Yes, sir. We are slowly but surely making it. I don't know why I'm so excited about us being a year old. I think it's just because from all the talking that we did before we started this podcast and then you kind of look back and you're like, oh my gosh, we're about to be a year old and we're probably actually already a year old considering we did the pilot like three times. (laughs) (laughs) That's a very good point. And it it didn't um, go right the first couple of times. So we say at the beginning, like, Oh, they'll never know how many times we tried to get this thing working. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, Right out the window. Yeah, exactly. So I spoiled that, but that's okay. It's your boy, Gabe Patillo. With Tim Router and Timothy Hall, of course. And as always, we are talking life and games, games and life. Thank you guys for being here. We are so uh, appreciative of you guys stopping by and lending us your ear for a minute. We're going to jump right into it because we got a lot of things to talk about. We're freaking spoiling Bioshock Infinite at the end of this thing. Router's going to have to plug his ears because he hasn't played it yet. But we wanted to bring it to you guys since me and Hall beat it uh, over this last week. Speaking of Hall, what is going down with your week? Well, it was a pretty intense weekend. I picked up, um, well, actually, I went to Redbox because I was looking for the new Splinter Cell game. And I couldn't find it at any of them. So I was like, you know what? They got infinite here, so I'm going to pick it up because I really need to play that anyway. Can I make, can I just make a note? Like for anybody that pays attention to our Twitter, what you're about to say happened extremely fast. What do you mean? Like playing the game? <laughs> yeah. He would like <laughs> send out a tweet. He's like, Oh yeah, I'm renting bio. Do what? Beat it y'all. <laughs> I was like, Holy yeah. crap. Yeah. It's like posted an hour later. Done. <laughs> Credits. <laughs> With no picture though. So I was like, I was a little, uh, Suspicious. I know. We always end with a credit picture. Nah, I'm 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 good. <laughs> I'm gonna go against the grain. Oh, Paul. Yeah, look at you. Does Swimming not play- upstream. I couldn't even I couldn't even do it. I couldn't even bring myself to do anything after beating that game. And we'll talk about why when we get to the spoiler nice. cast. Hall's Sweet. report Hall's report card does not play well with others. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I'm sorry, Hall. Continue, please. So you picked it you picked it up Saturday, right? Or Friday? Yeah, I picked it up um what was it, Saturday early. So the best thing about Redbox is that you pick up a game like in the morning and you don't have to return it until the next night at nine. Right. So I picked it up I think around noon. Um didn't pick up a bag of Doritos with it. I was considering it, but I was like, Man. <laughs> they need to start putting vending machines right next to I know, Redbox yeah. machines. I know. Just put a Doritos vending machine right next to it, and Frito Lay will be even more rich. And then, like so. a first aid kit next to it with like Pepto Bismol and Band Aids and Gas X. <laughs> Right down, just, first aid. Just do it right down machine. the line, man. Just do it right down the line. Oh, it's like a it's like a quarter for friggin' band aids. Yeah. <laughs> it starts with the game. Next is the food. Then is the emergency room. It's right. Perfect. Yeah. A defibrillator. Yeah. That that actually yeah that would be perfect. <laughs> right. It's in sequence. That is funny. 
Oh, goodness. Basically, it's just a line of things that just lead you right into the store. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think I, I got it at Walgreens, so. Nice. Um, yeah, the only thing I go to Walgreens for. Uh, yeah. Well, anyway, I brought it home and just started playing immediately. I think I played, I just played it until night that first night, I think. So I probably got about halfway through it the first night and then did the other half the next day. Um, yeah, man, that was an intense game and really couldn't put it down once I started playing it. It reminded me a lot of Uncharted in that way, in that when I just started going down that path, I couldn't stop mm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh. Did you, were, did you do a bunch of this? Were there side missions? Did you do a bunch of... The kind thing of. You, like, yeah. there was, like, little optional objectives, but I was like, this is a rental. I'm just gonna... You're I'm gonna, just gonna get through, through the game. Right. So, and, um, and, and they don't... For some reason... The, the importance of the optional things didn't feel that important to me. Yeah, it, yeah, the optional things really didn't grab me. And then also, too, like going out and getting the gear really didn't grab me either. Basically, as you go through the game, you get little gear things that you can equip, like uh, boots and shirt and just a couple other things. Oh, I loved those. Yeah, I mean, I, I get I get the idea behind them, but basically I got... I got them along the way. I didn't try to seek them out, and mm-hmm. I had ones that I was happy with, so I was like, whatever. Mm-hmm. So do, do any of those help with your leveling up at all, or is it just based well, on? Well, there's, there's no leveling up, really. There's no experience points or anything. It's gotcha. just uh, they're in little enhancements. So I had one, for instance, that when I meleeed a guy, he just, like, burst into flames. So I was like, I'm cool with this. Yeah, use that the whole time. Yeah, that's I was like, awesome. that, that's fine. I don't need to seek out anything else. I had another one, too, that, like, when I would shoot a dude and it would, like, basically cause an overkill, like, he would just burst into electricity and electrocute everybody around him. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, I was also like, yeah, that's fine. I'm good. So, didn't really seek out anything else, like I said. Sweet. But, yeah, that's it, man. Just beat it on Saturday, or beat it on Sunday. And kind of let it soak in a little bit and um, worked on music for the rest of the weekend. So that was my so weekend you, in a nutshell. You beat it in what, 14, 15 hours? Uh, no, probably like 12. I think I wow. did like six one day, six the next or something. Nice. Like that. Yeah. yeah. It might have been more. I'm not really sure. But, I mean, the game is is – I, I don't want to say it's linear because it's you. You can't. You do have some freedom to kind of go around and look, but I'm just playing this game and I'm thinking, my goodness, they spent so much time building this beautiful scenery, and I'm just running right through it. I know, I know. <laughs> so, goodness, D- didn't they say that that game cost about two hundred million to make? Oh, Lord have it, mercy. It was something like that. Like it, it, it was extremely expensive, and it shows. Yes, my it does. goodness. That game is beautiful. Wow. Is. So, so we've been talking about how we've been delaying playing Bioshock, delaying playing Bioshock, and now they made you believers, didn't they? You took, you, you drank the Kool-Aid, boys. <laughs> oh, I knew I would like it for sure. I Lapped mean, it, it up off the ground. Anything I spilt, I, I licked up. I drank the Kool-Aid so, so much. So, so, Gabe, real quickly before we get to you, um, you, I know when you f- played the first Bioshock, you said you just weren't feeling the controls. Is it massive improvement? Or is it kind of the same as before? Well, the, uh, the controls still, like, like I said, I, I freaking started playing Blood Dragon in the middle of me playing. 
And no, so like, I, I'm just, throw you off. yeah, I just like the call of duty controls. I know that's stupid, but I just do. And so it's almost like anything different from that. I don't super like, so like any, I, I could talk about it in a minute, but just how R1 and L1 work as like shooting and vigors with the left and right hand. I don't super love, but playing dishonored and loving that game really helped gotcha. with liking the controls of this game. If that makes sense. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Sorry. Hall. Hall. Was that it? Yeah. Total tangent. Sorry, Hall. So, so you did Bioshock infinite, then did music. That's awesome. That was it, man. I was looking around on the, um, the iPad cause I was expecting there to be some sales and yeah, I, what the heck I, happened? I, I have no idea, man. Cause I was like seriously expecting like a blowout on stuff and I was like, sweet, I can pick up some. Yeah, yeah Labor Day. Like, labor Day weekend. Exactly. Somebody hook us up. <laughs> yeah. No, nobody. Let's not nobody. labor. Let's play some games. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, nobody had anything going on really. So I was Weird. pretty disappointed. Me too. Router. All work, brother. Even on Labor oh. Day weekend, I was working. I've got to finish. I I am so close. I've got these projects that I've got to get finished. So hopefully by the end of this week, I can really like take a break. I mean, I've been getting up every morning at between three and four o'clock in the morning. Are you serious? And working until you know six or seven. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's like I said before, and I've, I'll say it again. It is a great problem to have i love the fact that i have this problem but it also really really sucks but uh there's light at the end of the tunnel i did get to squeeze in just a little bit more of infamous and i know it's like i feel like i've been playing infamous for like a year but, <laughs> but i'm definitely uh very much close to the end there's there's light at the end of the tunnel there you feel the and, ramp yeah so once uh once i get that done i may uh i may switch it man if you guys are digging infinite that much i may go out and buy that bad bear and um there you go because i I saw a price drop in it so where did i see that price drop it was somewhere but i also have a gift card too so i think gamefly had it for 20 bucks i think you might be right that's a that's good price so yeah so i've just been been working um and i whoa yeah playing some still playing some candy crush uh, uh <laughs> right there like, with that's, you that's kind of like my cool down time. Like right before I go to bed, I'll play a little candy crush and a little bit more Badland. But yeah, I'm just a broken record for the past three weeks. Just not a whole lot going on. Oh, did go, we did go out and do some shopping over the weekend and I tweeted a few things. One was, uh, games, GameStop was doing, you know, buy two pre-owned and you get another one free. And I flipped through because we were at the mall and Lauren went down to Pottery Barn. So me and Piper, she was asleep, so I just rolled her, rolled her right into GameStop. It's like <laughs> looking around, but there nice. were, honestly, like their selection really wasn't that great, and there wasn't anything that would entice me to buy two and get one free. Yeah, but uh, and then we went over to Costco, and Costco is selling uh, two fifty gig Xbox three sixties for two eighty nine or two sixty nine. Mm. Is that with so, the Connect? Oh, you know, I did not look. It I, I probably mean, I just, is. I passed by it really briefly, so I'll have to. Next I wonder I about that because the well the regular price on those I think is two ninety nine I don't remember yeah so yeah I thought that was I mean they had stacks of them in there and that's where I bought my PS three um, back in the day I mean it just depends some months they'll have that kind of stuff and sometimes they don't but yeah, I thought that was that was pretty interesting uh, but yeah other than that man just just working there you go get do my thing Mr Patillo you're yeah. up. 
Um, yeah, just work. <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, nice. No, I, uh, kind of, uh, jumped around. Good weekend. Uh, didn't have a show this last weekend because we kind of got home on Friday from doing a show or something like that. So, um, all good. Wait, we saw each other. On Saturday, we, we all oh, met. Oh, yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> it feels well, like so long ago. It, it really does. Um, so Saturday, I'd just gotten back, or the day before that, i just gotten back from the road, uh, did the whole Virginia to Nebraska thing that I talked about last week. Uh, that was, you know, thrilling. And um, it was one of those things, though, we went to Nebraska to do the state fair, and uh, I had to drive two hours from a place called North Platte, to Grand Island, Nebraska. Only my people from Nebraska will understand what I'm talking about. But on the way, there's there's this little town called Kearney. And Kearney has an arcade. So I stopped in there and played some House of the Dead 3. It was awesome. Oh, nice. That's and, a great one. And if I didn't have to leave, I could have beat that game. Like, you know how you go to some <laughs> arcades and you're like, man, they've got this gun freaking dialed in. Yep. And it's like everywhere I shot was right. And I was like, oh, I could beat this game. But I Love didn't that have, feeling. I, yes, but I didn't have the time. It's like when you go to the movie theater and you got there a little too early and you're like, oh, man, what am I going to do? And you look over and there's a police trainer staring you in the face. You're like, oh, snap, <laughs> police trainer. And then you go and everything's just dialed in. You're like, oh, yes. Man, forget the movie. So, uh, That's great. Yeah, anyway. That's good. Uh, and then – Obviously, along with Hall, I beat Bioshock Infinite the other night. My wife has been, I don't know if it's that my wife has been a champ or just that I've been able to find some time, but, uh, beat Blood Dragon as well over the, Dude, the weekend, uh, this last you are week. Rushing it, man. Well, you know, Blood Dragon's not that long. And so, uh, the thing, I made the game longer probably by liberating all the forts just cause that's my favorite thing to do. I love you. You definitely don't have to do that. <laughs> I definitely didn't do that. Yeah, exactly. I think um, we all know Hall definitely did not do that. <laughs> I think that's a given. Yeah. So uh that was fun. And then Bioshock, I mean, the game's awesome. The things I can say outside of the spoiler is just that the the, the game's incredible and it looks amazing. The voice the voice acting is off the chain. The story arc, you know, it gets pretty confusing. Um, that's why I was like really happy to beat it. I was like, Oh good. I'll get to talk to Hall about it and Hall smart and he can explain it to me. So <laughs> that, that'll be half the spoilers. Hall taking me to school on exactly what happened. Um, so, uh, yeah, it was great. So good weekend. My wife's birthday was yesterday. So shout right. out, even birthday. though she's not listening. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that was fun. Went out with, uh, Laura, Lauren and the girls last night. So yeah, she said she had a good up. time. So, uh, that's me. Router, do it to it. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, grab your crucifixes. Diablo 3 is now <laughs> out in consoles. <laughs> that was good. Grab your Dang crucifixes. It. I like that. Diablo 3, Xbox 360, PS3. Never thought I'd say that. Released <laughs> this week. And, um, and that commercial is pretty funny. I don't know if people yeah, have seen it, the commercial. I, I do mean, like that commercial. A little risque, but a guy comes home. He like hears some, you know, shenanigans going on upstairs. He sees like clothes all over the steps. Like, you know, his wife is upstairs with a visitor 
and it goes upstairs and it's like her and two other people in like full cosplay. Yeah, that was great. Diablo three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is my, funny. My favorite is at the end he, when he he comes in, he's like, I probably should put some pants on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of the other guys. Yeah. Yeah, that's my favorite part. That's, it was great. Oh, goodness. So anyway, yes, that's very, very cool. Diablo 3 is out. Uh, a couple other releases. Arcania, the complete tale for Xbox 360. Um, Rayman, Le- Rayman Legends is out for all consoles. Um, Farming Simulator for PlayStation and Xbox. Wow. Game of the week. There you go. <laughs> yes, I agree. Golly. Uh, that's what it's King- called? Farming Simulator. They're not trying to sell any of those. Not if you call no. it a farm. It's like paint dry well, simulator. Also, too, they kind of want to. They kind of want to tell people what it is, and they pretty much just hit it right on the mark. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I wonder what this game's all yeah, about. Marketing one hundred and one. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see what else we've got. Kick beat for the Vita and PS3. Lego Legends of Shima Laval's Journey for the DS. One Piece Pirate Warriors Two. Total War, Rome 2 for the PC. Mm. Freefall Racers for Xbox 360 and Outlast for PC. Man, a lot of stuff came out this week. Yeah, there was yeah. A, yeah, there was definitely a lot of some releases. It is fall time. It is release time, people. Yeah, so, it's going to start ramping up here. Yes, it will. Everybody wants to get that third quarter in before fourth quarter really hits and all the AAA games come out. Sweet. Alrighty. Top selling games for the week ending August 24th. So this was last week. So Starting we all, at 10. That's right. Starting at ten, the Bureau XCOM Declassified for PS3. Number ten. Num- yep. Huh. Number nine, and you'll know why in a second. Number nine, Disney Infinity for the Wii U. Oh. Number eight, XCOM Declassified for the 360. Ah, that makes sense. Number cool. seven, Disney Infinity for the PS3. <laughs> Number six, Disney Infinity for the Wii. No way. <laughs> Number five, Disney Infinity for Xbox 360. No way. Basically, Disney Infinity took from five five up basically almost all the spots with the exception of two on all consoles. That's pretty wow. incredible. Like all consoles of the including content. the Wii, including the Wii. Not yeah, just, that's crazy. Not the, the Wii U. No, the, no. The sad thing is the Wii U was the lowest one at number nine. The Wii was number six. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> but listen to these numbers. So the Wii U for Disney Infinity did thirty-three units. The for the Wii thirty-three thousand. I'm sorry. Yeah, thirty-three thousand. Sorry. Uh, for the Wii, seventy-nine thousand units. Wow! Double. That's it, funny. Double. Poor Wii U. Ugh. Do we need to just take it out back? Is that no, what we have to no, 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 no. I, the reason it sold a ton on Wii, I'm sure, is because the parents were like, you don't need no new Wii. Right. Yeah. yeah I didn't even understand just what it use is. Use the one you got. Yeah, exactly. I know. It's just, it's, yeah, because that's the same thing. Like, my nephew still has his, has a Wii, and, you know, he'll still, he's still buying games there, so I'm sure that's exactly what happened. Right. Okay. So, f- starting at number four. Infinity for the Dreamcast. <laughs> for, the, for the GameCube. Choo yeah. Choo Rocket for the Dreamcast. Choo <laughs> Choo Rocket. That's good. Um, okay, number four, Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell for the PS3. Mm. Number three, Saints Row 4 for PS3. Mm-hmm. Number two, Splinter Cell for 360. Whoa, did you miss three? No, three was Saints Row 4 oh, for okay. PS3. okay, I thought you said four. Yeah, Saints Row 4. Okay, Yeah, Saints Row 4 for the PS3. 
And number two, uh, Splinter Cell Xbox 360. Number one, Saints Row 4 for the Xbox 360. Wow. So there you have it. Yep. Oh, I was looking for Saints Row 4, too. I just remembered. Yeah, not available. Really? No, it wasn't sold out. Yeah, not at Redbox. Man, they, people people are catching on to my little Redbox thing, because now I can't get Jack. Man, <laughs> do you have the Redbox app? Uh, it's oh, really, really, really can, useful can like, because can I can look at, I can look stuff. at, yeah, you can reserve stuff and you can look at all the red boxes around you. So usually I never, I mean, I never don't find what I'm looking for. I know that's too negative. Yeah. But. I'll probably have to start doing that. That's like I was smart. like, I was out and about on Saturday and I was just like, I'm going to get it. There's yeah, like exactly. six red boxes within yeah. like a half mile from me. Exactly. But, yeah. So the interesting thing about this week is, uh, Saints Row, took the the cake for the Xbox 360 by 348,000 units. The number two spot, oh which was Splinter Cell, only did 170,000 units. So it nearly doubled the amount of units. But, man, Xbox 360, you can't, you know, they're, they're always going to win over PS3 Oh, yeah, games. you can't argue with them numbers. Can't argue with those numbers at all. So congratulations, Saints Row 4. That's awesome. That's great. Hall, did you want to kick us off with something? News wise, um, are we going to talk about this VR headset? The Sony from one, Sony. Yeah, I, I had it written should. down. Um, I, I think it would be prudent of us to do so. Yeah, I don't know well, what that means, but I'm down. <laughs> Responsible. Actually, I, I read that it was it was supposed to appear at Gamescom, so we could have been talking about it last week. I guess right. But, they pushed it back. Um, I I don't even really know why they're doing this. I mean, I get it, like. The Oculus Rift is gaining a lot of traction, so maybe so they feel that, like they should enter the space, but it's not going to be as supported as the Oculus Rift. Well, I mean, you do have built-in audience when you make something like this, and then you can always mm-hmm. force it on people like the Connect and the Eye first generations. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just don't know why they wouldn't do something... And maybe you can answer that. Maybe I just haven't looked far enough into it. But are they, were they not ever going to do anything with the Oculus Rift with the PS4 and Xbox? I don't see why they wouldn't. That's what I don't I understand. Mean, I don't, I don't but is it. it still, is it still too early? Is that the, is that the problem? I mean, but they're starting over anyway with something. Yeah. It, you know, and oh, I, but I think that window, the window, because they're starting over so quickly, I don't think that window is there to really nail down everything, though, for the Oculus Rift, don't you think? Well, the thing is, the Xbone and the PS4 are going to be PC computers. Yeah, essentially. And so, and that's what Oculus Rift works with now. So it doesn't seem like a far stretch to try to integrate True. the two. True. Well, and plus, they would, uh, Oculus would want, uh, to support it across multiple devices because then they just they're going to sell more yeah so why not yeah i don't know what the deal is with that somebody knows well actually the the uh, you know the people at oculus had said if sony and microsoft come out with their own headsets then that basically just validates what they're doing oh that basically says okay we we came up with a good idea and now that other people are entering the market it's going to be a lot better because everybody's going to be making the developing basically this technology. But here's my question. Do you think Sony over time may get a leg up on the Oculus Rift because they own 
their own de- they have their own developers and game developing companies that can just be like, hey, here's the VR headset, and you know, run with it, go. Yeah, that, that's the so. sad thing though is that, that that's what they did with the move, and it just didn't work. You're right. So nobody used it. And yeah, and you got to think too, like with the PC, you can do so many different things. The process of trying to be creative for a VR headset for the PlayStation is going to be way harder and way clunkier of a thing to try to accomplish. You know what I'm saying? Like where mm-hmm. with PC games, you could just like, you could just experiment, experiment. It doesn't have to be games. It can be whatever, you know what I'm saying? That you could experiment mm-hmm. with the Oculus Rift when it comes to the PC, but it's going to have to be a game with the, you know, with, so I don't know. I just don't like it. I don't know. I bet what's going to happen is, Sony's going to introduce this headset and integrate it into some of their games, and Microsoft is probably going to sit on the sidelines and, and decide whether or not it's a smart business decision. Yeah. I can see that happening. Because they've got a Luma Room, that thing that they're working on. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're going to be advancing Connect in some form or fashion. I mean, they're putting it in the box, so they better do something with it. So, you know, I think I think time will tell basically what this is going to be. Yeah. And a Lumi room, you know, to me is the, you know, kind of the VR headset without having to put a headset on. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. You know, I mean, it's not, obviously it doesn't go all the way to the left and right, but you know, they're trying to have that full immersion without having to have something on your, on your head, which I don't really like. I mean, when I played the Oculus Rift, like sure it was, sure it was cool. You know what I'm saying? And and you got to get used to it. And there's like, you're looking around, you're like, Oh, holy crap. Where am I? Okay. Wait. Okay. You know, it kind of recenters and stuff like that. But like, hmm. uh, I don't like not being able to see, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like just mm-hmm. wearing my headset and my wife coming upstairs <laughs> scares the crap out of me because she kind of enters the room behind me and she, <laughs> and, and she always tries. She's, <laughs> she's so sweet. Cause she always tries. She's like, Hey, and I'm like, oh, oh gosh, okay, all right, all right. What? Yes, you almost have to bang pots and pans on the yeah, way up. Just exactly. Like, I'm coming up. I'm like, can you stomp really hard or something so I can feel the vibration <laughs> of you coming? She just needs to turn the lights on and off. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Don't sneak up on a brother like that, especially like right. when I was playing Last of Us. She would come oh, in yeah. and scare the mess out of me, and you know, <laughs> and she loves it. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I was like. Gosh, she's not if sneaking she, up on me, you know. If she really wanted to mess with you while you were playing the last of it, she should have gone like, "Wow!" <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have heard that, but no, for true. sure. Yeah, that's funny. For some reason, when you were telling that story, I just imagined her walking upstairs, and you're in like this full body virtual reality thing. <laughs> You've got the glasses on, the headset. He's levitating. And, oh and, god! And she just walks upstairs, and she's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Leave me alone. <laughs> you have your things. I have mine." Oh goodness! Oh, that's so good. I don't sneak up on you while you shoe shopping. That's right. <laughs> Um, that's, that's funny. Yeah. Well, on to a, I'm sorry. Is there something else you want to say about that nope. headset? I was going to say on to another thing that I think is an interesting step is the, uh, 2DS Nintendo's 2DS. Yes. Uh, obviously we've been seeing pictures of it all over the place. People are getting their hands on it. Uh, no hinge. It's the same size, obviously, as the 3DS when it comes to the screens. Uh, what do you guys think about this 2DS? 
It looks like the Atari Jaguar controller, kind of. Like the same size, <laughs> now that I think about it. Because <laughs> uh, when I first saw the, the demo thing, I was like, that thing is a monster. Right. That thing's huge. That's what it what feels like, but it, is it really that big? I don't know. Like, like when I had heard that there was a, because I, I had actually heard about it before I saw the video and I didn't see any pictures yet. I was like, man, that would be awesome because I've kind of been waiting for Nintendo to go back to that kind of that non clamshell design, like Game Boy. Like I want, I kind of want a console that like that. Yeah. But it's so hard to, in in my opinion, it's hard for them to do that with two screens. I mean, I don't yeah, know. yeah, I can imagine. And you know, the other thing is, think about what demographic uses the 3ds mostly it's it's a lot of younger kids too so they probably need to keep it a, a fairly larger size for tiny fingers and, you know what i mean yeah and i wonder too you know and i think it's just one screen divided by plastic actually in actuality it's not two screens how they pull that off is is nuts i'm sure it's like a software thing yeah how the bottom basically. is touch screen and lower res and mm-hmm. the top isn't yeah, yeah that's that's it's beyond cool. me um, but I think it'll make it more durable. Like you're saying, I think this one's obviously aimed at like children, you know, cause I think children so are going to break, break that hinge. You know what I'm saying? That oh, yeah. makes sense. Yep. So, I mean, I think, I think that's probably their number one sellers. I mean, obviously they're marketing it to the moms to buy for their children, but m- most, the majority of the, the demographic that's playing this handheld is probably kids. Yeah. Crazy enough, the the 2DS to me, like just watching the ad and watching adults use it, to me it looks a little more comfortable. Do I, And am I alone in that? No, I think you're right. And I think like how I'd want to play games, like when I played the 3DS the other day, I couldn't figure out where I wanted to place the screen, like how high I wanted mm-hmm. it or how low I wanted it. And I actually almost like that the 2DS takes away that option. Nice. It's hmm. like, just hold it where it's best. You know what I'm saying? Instead of being like, uh, squeaky, squeaky, uh, squeak, squeak, uh, uh, do I want to download? Squeaky, squeaky, You're like, you're doing it back and forth. <laughs> Hinge. Yeah, I never found the, cause I have a DS. I never found the clamshell very comfortable. Mm. Like the way that, like holding the device. Right. I just, to me, like I said, it was just never comfortable. The, like I have, um, older ones too like i have the big toaster one i have the game boy pocket i have the game boy color um and the game boy pocket and the original gba are the most comfortable to me yeah yeah so when i saw the ad for the 2ds i kind of felt that it would be more comfortable but i have to get my hands on yeah and it looks a little um i guess maybe it gradually gets thicker it might not be thicker where you hold it but i always think like like whenever something is a little bit bigger and heftier, that's usually more comfortable to me than something skinnier and lighter. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. I guess we'll. F- are you, you going to get the? If you get it, are you going to get the carrying case? Because <laughs> <laughs> no, that ad it was showing the kid putting it in the bag yeah. and taking it with him. I was just like, oh boy. That's just an- I was going to say it's not a fanny pack, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no. It should be. It's just another step I don't want to do. I already have too many bags. Put a nice. carrying case inside my backpack, inside my, you know, whatever. Um, let's keep it moving. Exactly. Router, you got something? Um, the, you know, the only thing that, and I'm kind of just going off the cuff here, but I'm really excited for uh, Fables the Wolf Within, by the way. Oh. Uh, there was some there was some gameplay 
PAX was this past weekend, and I watched some video uh, from one of, one of the channels that I subscribe to, and they were freaking out over it. It's the next Telltale game. They said the controls are a lot different than The Walking Dead, but the story is great. The animation and artwork is great. And it's supposed to come out, I think, by the end of this month, if not in October. Wow. That That is definitely one that I think I'm going to pick up. Yeah, that looked really I'm going to cool. have to look into that. Is that yeah. on iOS as well? I don't know if it's being released yet. It's called on Fable? IOS. It's called The Wolf Within, but I think it's like Fable's The Wolf Within or something like that. Hmm. Let me look it up. Fable's The Wolf Within? Huh. I could be wrong. Hang on. I wanted to fact check while... Well, go... Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, so, well, Gabe, are you excited about The Enemy Within? XCOM? Yes. I haven't watched anything on it, unfortunately. It's basically like an expansion, I think. Is it that one or the first-person shooter? That's Bureau. No, no, that's the Bureau. Yeah, uh, what's The Enemy, Enemy Within? Within it, they said, like, basically it's like a full-on expansion to XCOM. Really? Because I, I think that – and I, I'm not exactly sure. I'm sure – our listeners will write in about this, but I'm not exactly sure if you have to buy the complete pack. Cause basically what it is, is it's an expansion to the original game, but they said like, we're only going to sell it like together with the original game, I think is what they said. Oh, so you have to have so the game. Big. Yeah. Cause they said they can't release it as DLC cause it's too big. Wow. That's what they said. I mean, I think, Sony and Microsoft have some restrictions on the size. I need to go DLC. look that up. I think because I saw that, you know, obviously on the tales of Bureau that I just didn't pay much mind. Hmm. But I yeah, got to check not, that I'm out. I'm not exactly sure either. I, like I said, I want to have our listeners write in about that because I'm excited about new content for that game. I freaking love that game. Me too. I'm, I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm really, I'm really surprised that, um, declassified didn't do better. Uh, this past week when it came out, you know, then um, I, I thought for yeah, sure but Saints be, Row and freaking Infinity yeah, are huge true. games. Disney, well, Disney and it, didn't, it didn't review well either. Exactly, oh, really? and it's changed. Yeah. I mean, it changed too much. I think on what people want, you know, on um, what yeah. people wanted. People are expecting one thing and they're getting something else. I'll still play it when it gets cheap enough. Yeah, I think me too. I have it. I have. Uh, I have XCOM downloaded, ready to go. Just got to play it. So good. Oh my gosh, you'll love it. So, well, I don't so know good. if you'll love it. Like, it's definitely like an acquired taste. It's not, it's not a jump in there and. No, oh, no, I know. Like, I know it's like, I'm not a huge strategy game person, but I've heard that if, that if you're not a strategy game person, it's still a great game to play. Exactly. exactly. And it, and it may actually get you into strategy. So yep. that's, that's what I'm kind of excited for that. Yeah. Well, I think it'll, it'll get you into strategy, but it'll get you into like a different kind of strategy. Like you're not going to go play Rome Total War. After playing this game, I don't right, know. So, right, or okay, whatever. Real, real quick, fact check. It's called Fables: The Wolf Among Us. That's the ah. next Telltale game. I knew it was something like Wolf Within or Wolf Among Us. Anyway, sorry. I, I, there's they they haven't actually officially done a release date yet, and it's supposed to be season one. So I think this is going to be kind of like their next The Walking Dead. So wait, so, it's just interesting that they use that name. That's the only thing for me, like with having yeah, such an fable. established well, maybe, fable. Maybe they're trying to like create a series. So yeah, I think that's exactly what they're doing. Yeah, like fables, the wolf within fables, the magic mushroom. I don't know, whatever's next. Yeah, right. The magic right, mushroom. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, so it's fables, the wolf among us. They did uh, a lot more gameplay. They allowed ga- a lot more gameplay at PAX this past weekend, and a lot of people are talking about it. Sweet. So 
I'm very excited for that game. I got I have a funny story from PAX. So Mountain Dew was doing this promotion with Microsoft, uh, giving away. They had like they had these QR codes. You guys know QR codes, the little square things, and you oh, scan yeah. it with your phone. Uh, and they had those hidden around the Washington State Convention Center. And you could scan it with the, you could scan these QR codes using the PAX guidebook app to collect points. And, uh, you could like get gear or you could bid on the Xbox One. Speaking of, we call it the X-Bone because XB1, X-Bone. Somebody else faster. Yeah, yeah, it's so, not an insult. Somebody, not an somebody, insult. somebody got bad on Twitter. They're like, stop sounding like such fanboys. Let's just call it the disres- X. Dis- disrespecting the Xbox. I was like, uh, this, this is no disrespect. We love Actually, we don't even Microsoft. have to call it the X. We can call it DX, like the wrestling group. That's going to be too com- <laughs> And we can confusing. call the PS3 NWO. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, anyway, so you could scan the QR codes from your phone. Check this out. Microsoft, right? Giving away Xboxes. Mountain Dew with Microsoft doing this promotion. The app worked on iPhones and Droids. Did not work on the Windows phones. Okay. That's hysterical. <laughs> I thought that was crazy. I was like, what? What was in the world? That? <laughs> yeah. They already like, gave up. Didn't yeah. work on the Surface either. <laughs> they were like, yeah, just forget it. We don't want it to work on our own Are phones. Are you kidding just me? Just everybody else's phones. Anyway, I just thought that was funny. But that's, that's ridiculous. Um, gosh, we got to keep moving because I know. No, it's a, it's all good as long Paul's as gotta go. well. When we get to the questions, I'm just gonna have to duck out for a second. All that's right. cool. Yeah, you could do whatever you like, like Ti said. Good deal. Um, so Xbox One, X B O X O N E news. <laughs> <laughs> um. They came out and said they support eight controllers being connected to the same system at one time. Eight. Wow. Eight. That is a bunch of controllers. That's, a, that's a, some tiny little squares on your TV. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I thought about that. I was like, man, yeah, thank funny. God need, we're in the age of these huge televisions. I know. You need like a 100-inch TV just to... Break it up nice and easy. <laughs> I think that um, I, I bet the reason that they're doing eight is because they're probably going to have games like Bomberman and yeah. stuff like that where everybody's on the same screen, basically. So FIFA. they can support that. Now, how many people are going to use that? I, I have no idea. Well, I was thinking about it. I was like, man, I'm not buying eight controllers. That's going to have yeah, to be like that is all insane. my buddies have Xboxes. and But everybody's going to have to have an Xbox One. That's a problem. I'm gonna have to have like a couple buddies with Xbox Ones to come over, bring your right. controllers, and we'll all play. I don't and, even have I don't even have eight friends that play video games. Well, and number if you, one, if you, if you bought eight controllers, you bought two more Xboxes. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, for the price of those controllers, you basically you might as well just go and buy another Xbox One then. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Don't I even like buy that. any controllers. Just buy two Xbox. Yeah, ones. just get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I like funny. that, but PS4 is going to support four. And I heard that PS three in a way supports seven. I don't know how that works. It's probably just a Bluetooth thing, but yeah. Yeah. But I thought, I thought that was great. I think that's nice to boast anyway, even if you never use it, it's like, you know, it's a leg up. I think at least the option is there. Yeah. At least the option is there. I like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Hall, did you have something else? 
Um, no, we can go ahead and go on to the or, or router. Do you have anything? No, no. Let me hit one thing real quick. Oh shoot, I forgot. I wanted to hit the Xbox Live sale, but go ahead and hit do your it, thing. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Okay, so I was actually browsing last night and I found the back to school sale that's going on on the Xbox. So I just kind of wanted to give a few highlights. I love that video um, games are doing back to school sales. Oh my gosh. It, it's freaking digital. Like one of the things that I work with, like at my job actually is creating digital sales and doing digital price breaks and stuff and doing large price breaks really gets people to latch on to software. Cause when you buy into digital, I mean, you don't, you don't really own the game. You know, mm-hmm. if your console breaks or your, you know, one of these companies just decides to drop support for all these games, you're kind of screwed. Yeah. Mm. So, I mean, you got to buy into digital when it's on sale. Right. Um, right. But anyway, uh, some highlights, Castlevania symphony of the night. Oh, so yeah. That was an old PS one game on the three sixty. It is $2 and 50 cents. Oh week. my gosh. Wow. That I'm definitely picking that up and I recommend it. Um, hardcore uprising. It's, you know how when they, they took Contra and they split it off into hardcore and then they have like Contra vanilla, basically. Yeah. Well, anyway, hardcore is kind of like the more anime style one. And mm. we got that for free on PS Plus, I think. And I actually opened it up and played it and I loved it. So nice. I recommend it. It's $3.75. Golly. Um, you can't pass these games. Up. I mean, that's so cheap. Oh, dude, there's so many of them. Let me just actually start going down the list here. They've got, uh, Beyond Good and Evil for five bucks. Um, the two Castlevania games, both of them are under four dollars. Um, I Am Alive for seven fifty, From Dust for seven fifty, Dungeon Defenders seven fifty, mm-hmm. uh, Coretica is two fifty. Oh my um, gosh. Perfect Dark, five bucks. Puzzle Quest is five bucks. Quarrel is two fifty. Rayman three HD five bucks. Rocket wow. Knight, which is a great game. Rocket Knight was a, a game on the Genesis. Uh, it's three dollars and seventy five cents. Uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Even if you didn't like the movie, even if you've never seen the movie, I recommend picking up the game because it is an amazing, like old school style beat 'em up. Mm. It's a lot like Retro City Rampage. Oh, okay. Um, how much is it? Let's see. Oh, it's uh, five bucks, which is a good price on it. It almost never goes on sale. Sure. Um, a couple more things. Let me see here. Angry Birds trilogy for twenty bucks. Here's a highlight: Skyrim for twenty bucks. Oh wow! wow. I might have to pick that up. Uh, Sleeping Dogs for fifteen bucks. Wow, nice. Uh, let's see. They've just got some random DLC, some Tomb Raider DLC, some Mass Effect Three DLC. It's all uh, half off. So I need Mass Effect Three's DLC to be Mass Effect Four. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I don't buy into a lot of DLC, but I would probably get Mass Effect DLC. So yeah, Blood Dragon was the first DLC I bought, and I'm gonna go buy Festival of Blood, probably Infamous. Yeah, that I've heard that's pretty good. I, I skipped over a few of them, like some of this this stuff that I don't know. I just don't think would be interesting at that price point. I think this stuff has been on sale before, but. Um, I recommend just going to the store and checking it out. It's a pretty big sale, and I'm probably going to spend some money on it. So There you go. Um, also, in the same vein, the games entering 
the PS Plus Instant Game Collection this month, September. You know, at the beginning of every month, you kind of start jonesing because you're like, oh, shoot, what's PS Plus going to give us this month? Um, Resident Evil Chronicles HD Collection. Uh, originally it was $27.99 right now, but it's free. It was a, um, obviously it's two of the Resident Evil games, I think. Two of the first person shooter. Is it Resident the, uh, Code Veronica? I or? forget. I'm not looking at it anymore. I, for, mm. uh, I, I looked at it last night. Uh, Eco or Ico, ICO HD. Eco. For free. For free. Uh, speaking of, we were talking about bridesmaids right before the podcast. <laughs> and when she comes in, she gets that tattoo. She's like, I got it for free. Anyway, uh, Galaga Legions DX. That's why we can't call the Xbox DX. Um, free. Grand Theft Auto Liberty City Stories on PSP and Vita. Free. And Raymond Origins on the Vita. For free. Hmm. Wow. So is there going to be yeah. an update mid month or something like that? So we'll have some more coming in. I don't think so. Usually I think they've been announcing them. They've been announcing them at the beginning of the month and then rolling them out as the month goes. Yeah. Maybe and then, you know, every now and then for, something will jump in there. I was going to say, maybe they're gearing up for some like to do something crazy over the holidays. Oh, next, next month's probably next month in November will probably be nuts. I hope I that both wait. the 360 and the PlayStation 3 are going to get a lot of sales this Christmas on digital yeah. stuff. They need to. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm sure they will. Uh, Plants vs. Zombies. Just, uh, I want to do two quick news things, then we'll jump into questions. Uh, Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare, you know, the oh, yeah. third-person shooter. It's only going to be multiplayer. Only. No single-player campaign. At, I could, as of I right could see now. why, though. I mean, I, I understand that. I could see why, too, but at least give me the option to play it by myself. I don't have internet everywhere I go. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and so it's like, you know, and Gabe's going to be the I guy that's to... like five seconds behind. <laughs> He's <laughs> lagging. <Exactly. laughs> yeah. He's going to be like, I shot that guy. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be trying to talk 40-year-old men on the road into playing video games with me. I'm like, come on, man. It's almost your demographic. <laughs> um, and so... uh it's launching first for the X-Bone for $40. So that's nice because it's, you know, gets a price break out of the gate. And then $30 on the 360 and the PC, uh, coming out 2014. And then we'd be remiss if we didn't at least mention, um, Magic Number Nine, which is the guy that brought us, uh, Mega Man. I don't know how to say his name. Kiji? K. E I J I. I'm totally Americanizing his name, but, uh, in a phone. In a phone, I think. Is that what it is? I think I so. tried to go listen to a thing of him being interviewed and he said his name, but he said it so fast that I was like, well, I, I'm not going to get that. So, <laughs> um, we Americans asked, talk slow. Um, asked for 900,000, uh, and I think they hit it in like 24 hours. Wow. On Kickstarter. Um, so he's kickstarting this game, Magic Number Nine. It looks very cool. It looks like, you know, Mega Man 2013, really. Um, that's awesome. And then they also hit their first stretch goal, which, uh, was at 1.2 million, which would have added two more stages. And then when they hit 1.3, 
They'll add Mac and Linux support because it's just PC right now. Linux, wow. Uh, 1.5 million. They'll, uh, do a new like plus mode or a turbo mode. At 2 million, they're going to do a documentary about it. At 2.5 million, they'll release it for the PS3, 360, and the Wii U. Well, wow. I guess we'll be playing this on the PS3 or the Xbox 360. I know. Yeah. And then they kind of have question marks for going on further than that. So they'll probably hit it. There's 27 days left. I think they're already at like <laughs> 1.2 something million. The I top mean, they're like, hey, we take yeah. over the world. Yeah, yeah. we'll do something. <laughs> so uh anyway, um before we get into these questions, quick reminders. Next week we are doing a giveaway for sure. It's our year. We know what we're giving you, but you won't know until next week. And I'm so excited to be giving something away to our listeners just to say that we appreciate you guys. And uh, a year later, um, we're still doing this thing and we're still pumping them out every week. And uh, we just want to say thank you. And so uh, we're giving some stuff away. And it's stuff we had to pay for. <laughs> so <laughs> we're, we're not that podcast yet to where we're getting stuff for free and can just give it to you guys. But, um, but we do want to say thank you and that we appreciate you. So next week we'll be doing a giveaway and we'll be letting you guys know what all those things are. Um, a new car. Ladies and gentlemen, do I have two numbers right? Yes. Um, so follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash MTTG cast. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash married to the games. You can check out our website, MarriedToTheGames.com, YouTube.com slash MarriedToTheGames. We're on the Xbox Music Store. We're on Podomatic. So follow us, follow us. We're going to be um, promoting this giveaway for probably the next couple weeks. So if you're a little behind on the podcast, try to catch up and at least be in a, you know the last, the latest three, and you can hopefully get in on this giveaway. I'm really excited just to send you guys stuff. Um, and you want to jump into the questions? I think that's it. All right, let's do this. So we'll start with Facebook. Mike Fowler writes, any news on any of you guys getting a gaming handheld, i.e. a 3DS, 2DS, Vita? He says, I've been geeking on Hotline Miami and waiting for Killzone Mercenary for my Vita. Oh, I loved Killzone. The first game I played Killzone, I loved So yeah, I... You know, on the, I on the probably am not going to get a handheld for a while just because I know my life would be over if I did. But, um, seriously, yeah, I, I'm going to, I'm putting it on hold because if I'm going to buy anything, it's probably going to be uh, a next gen console. So that's so I my may, problem too. So yeah. I may put all my money on that now and then maybe, I don't know, sometime next year, maybe. And, and a lot depends on what happens. Like if, if these handhelds start getting, more and more integrated into gameplay for your consoles. Yeah, maybe that'd be, you know, that might be a good thing to pick up. There you go. I mean, I'm always kind of one foot on both sides of the fence. I mean, I I want to really bad, but the fact of the matter is I'm really going to be trying to get this PlayStation at launch. And, uh, even though I won't be there, (laughs) I'll be on the road on the 15th of November. So I actually won't be home for the PlayStation launch, but, uh, I'll, you know, definitely be trying to get it when I get back home. So, uh, I mean, I'll probably be pouring a lot of money into that. Um, 
And then, yeah, same thing. Like, you know, if the 2DS is cheap enough and if I can find a Vita, I mean, yeah, I mean, I want all of it. But kids, wives, and 9 to 5, I have a 9 to 5 for a reason. That's and right. it's usually to pay for the kids and wives. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Nice. So, Hall? Um, if I find the 2DS to be comfortable, like a comfortable fit for my hands and stuff, I could probably see myself picking it up if it were on sale for a hundred dollars and it probably will be like, I one, know that I know that one the, of them will. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, point. it's well, the Vita that remains to be seen. Right. Possi- there's a possibility of like a black Friday deal where it'll be a hundred dollars. I'm sure. Uh, oh yeah, that's true. The 2DS will probably be a hundred dollars on black Friday. I could see that and it'll probably sell like hotcakes. So that'll be hard to turn down. Yeah. And I, I bet, I bet that they won't do like a wholesale price change. They'll probably do something where it's like one twenty nine with a thirty dollar gift card. You know, right. Or, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And right, you right. gotta buy a game with it anyway, so there you go. There you go. Yeah, it is. All right, next question from Stuart Quinn. How did you guys meet up and what made you start doing this? Awesome show, by the way. Uh, oh, I, thank you. Thanks, I only mentioned I mentioned this because Stuart, I think we we talked about this in and I can't remember what episode and if you guys can remember um, it's probably a long time ago. Yeah, yeah it's probably a it's, long time ago. Yeah, it's fine to go ahead and explain it all again. But, um, yeah, I mean, the funny thing is, is the, the key factor in all of us getting together was my wife's stationery, um, store in downtown Franklin because both of Gabe and Tim Hall's wife, they both worked at that store and that's how mm-hmm. we all kind of met each other because um, they had overheard me talking about video games and they were like, Oh yeah, my husband plays games too. And I'm like, huh? really? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and the rest, did you start say, playing video games before you knew Tim Hall or after you knew Timothy Hall? Uh, I started playing in 2011. Well, so it's probably it, around the time that Chris started working there. I imagine. I th- yeah, it was, it was close to around that time. Yeah. So, um, but and we didn't know I, each other yet. I don't yeah, think, and that's. So. But once she mentioned that you play games, then I was like, "Ooh, okay." And and Gabe, you and I go uh, further back because Jenny started. Oh, when was that? Back in '06 or? Gosh, yeah, a long time ago. It was a long time ago, and and so that's that's how we kind of all met up. And one day we just decided we were talking about Hall and I at dinner. I believe we were talking about doing a podcast, and then uh, and then. I was like, I've got the perfect guy, and we had Gabe. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember. We had I, me and Gabe went out to lunch. I told him about it. He was like, I'm in. That yeah, was it. it was it was kind of cool because we were swapping stories because I had just got back from E3. Yeah. Um, not this last year, obviously, but the year before, and we couldn't hook up for some strange reason. I was like, I got to tell you this story because my story was so crazy. Was great. Which I think was one of the main things we jumped off this podcast about was like, all right, we're doing this. We love video games and Gabe's going to tell this story about E3. And right. I don't think I ever told the story. Never did. <laughs> That's so we, might have, we might have to do like a side podcast yeah. where I just tell the story, but we'll do like a, fi- a fireside chat or like a camping stories chat. Yeah. Podcast yeah. We'll do an interview with Gabe Patillo. Yes. An <laughs> yeah. interview with Gabe. Boring. So. But, um, yeah, and then we we were sitting in McCreary's. I remember we were sitting in McCreary's across yep. from the store, and I was telling you the story. And and after I got done, he was like, "Dude, so this guy named Timothy Hall, blahzy blah, would you be interested at all?" I was like, "Uh, y- let me pray about it. Yes, I definitely <laughs> want to do." It. 
Nice. <laughs> I think he was going hallelujah right five, <laughs> exactly five seconds after I asked him. I was shouting in the middle of the freaking McCreary's at Irish pub. I was like, glory, glory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I guess your answer is yes then, huh? Yeah, exactly. He was like, okay, you can sit down now. Please yep. get off the no, table. No, it's good stuff. So yeah, then, then it all kind of came together and, and, um, the good thing is, is that Hall, you're like an audio engineering master and, and Gabe, you, you're in music too. So you, you know, tons of engineering, audio engineering as well. So it's like, it, it worked out perfectly. Like we've gotten to use all of our strengths, which yeah. is nice with your yeah. web webbing with background, my webbing, with my webbing, your singing <laughs> slash audioing in my, my entertainment background and in a yeah. hall's audio background. It just all kind of it all kind of came together. We all and had the right skills, so the raid was successful. Yes. Low staff skills. That's right. <laughs> Nunchuck skills, and we all leveled up. Yep. <laughs> XP baby, XP. I love it. All right, great question. Um, let's move on to Twitter. Our boys, the uh, the okay, yeah, ga- yeah. I'm gonna have to take. I'm gonna have to give me a few minutes. You guys tackle these. Take five. Go ahead. All, all right. right. At Frozen Gamers, um, how did each of your how did each of you meet your wives? Oh, let's come back to it when Hall gets back. Yep, let's do that. Okay. Um, at Joe Boston six one seven, what's your favorite movie? Mine would have to be Shawshank Redemption. I can never get tired of watching Shawshank Redemption. It's a great call. That's it's a good movie. It's a great movie. I like that we're getting more questions about us too. So like we can, <laughs> we can get no, like our fun. listeners can get to know us. We can get to go get to know them. That's really really cool. Um, man, favorite movie, uh, Shawshank Redemption. That's, that was a good movie. You know what mine is? And I think I'm settled into this and I, I fought it for forever. I was like, man, that can't be my favorite movie. I, you know, I think maybe because of the time of my life and I had never seen anything like this before. I think I got to go. It's weird because it's not my desert Island movie. It's not like a movie I'd want to watch over and over again. Yeah. But just the feeling I walked away with, I went and saw it by myself. Uh, the Matrix. Yeah. Okay. I loved The Matrix. Like the first time I saw it and just how creative it was. And even though it turned into Dragon Ball Z, pretty much <laughs> right. is what it feels like. Right. But, um, you know, I, you know, I don't know. There's something about that movie. Right time of life. I thought it was incredible. I still think it's an incredible movie. Yeah, um, I remember Lauren, Lauren and I went and saw that. And we walked out of there going, "What just happened?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I went back and, and watched it like a couple more times, and I it started to grow on me too. Yeah, I just we hadn't seen that bullet time. I mean, we'd seen kind of versions of it, but like done to that extent like the the camera circling around and yeah i don't know and keanu was so perfect for i'm so glad will smith turned it down yeah because i think it would have been a totally different movie I, I and, agree. you know i think something about keanu's kind of non-acting is <laughs> yeah, what it actually made worked it awesome yes. you know yeah it's it's awesome which is very uh, few movies you can non-act and them still be great and right it, they just both happen to be keanu is that in point break yep Exactly. So is there, is there a movie that you can, can watch over and over again though? I mean, 
Unfortunately, Bridesmaids is one of those movies. Oh, like, dude! Yeah, whenever it's you. on, like in the background or something oh, like that, if it's there's on television, there's nothing unfortunate or about that. I w- I could watch that movie. I anytime know, it comes. but it, it just gets so crass. You're like, oh gosh, yeah. I don't need to be laughing at this right now. But it's just so it's funny at times. Yeah. And I think the thing about comedy for me is like I'm not easily offended. So somebody can be very vulgar. Yeah, me and too. I'm not offended. I don't. The only thing is with vulgarity, I don't think that's necessarily as creative. Agreed. But there's that time where you hear a, a comic or, cause I love standup comedy. Yeah, me too. And uh, I actually went to Zany's this last week. It was oh, awesome. Oh yeah, how was that by the way? It was so much fun. It's our little, uh, our little comedy club here in Nashville, Zany's. It was, it was awesome. It was so much fun. Um, but there's that line that like people can be dirty and funny and high, but there's like, there's that excellence though, like yeah. Chris Rock and, Dave Chappelle and I think Bridesmaids hits it too where yeah sure there's pl- parts that are vulgar but some of it's just like brilliant you're like oh my gosh yes. that's so funny I think some of it's in the delivery too like you oh, can yeah. you can all just about it. like spit it off but the way that you deliver it, it even if it's yeah. crass actually s- sounds a little bit hilarious better. yeah yeah Mitch Hedberg is the master yes. of delivery I'm, it was I'm so bad. deadpan I'm yay yeah, that was quick good favorite um, movie Hall favorite movie uh Dumb and Dumber Nice. <laughs> no hesitation. I'm None. dead serious. Nope. We, awesome. uh, my friend and I used to talk about how that was the only perfect movie. That's that so movie's pretty awesome. perfect. And then they released the extended version, which is not perfect, but exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's why they cut that stuff out in the first place. Exactly. Yep. Don't put it back in. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Let's keep All going. Right. Uh, for me, it was. Uh, it's always been. I can watch Anchorman over and over again. Oh gosh, that's a good one too. Anytime, any place, I will watch that movie. Okay, yeah, that's a good movie. Uh, great yeah. question. Uh, at Estacota, go back to the other one. The, oh yes, uh, uh, f- our boys, the Frozen Gamers, asked, uh, "How did we each meet our wives?" I met mine at. I was. We were sophomores at the University of Delaware, and we actually lived in the same dorm because the dorm where we were at went. Um, guy, girl, guy, girl, guy, girl by room. So you had like the men's bathroom on one end of the hall and the girl's bathroom on the other end. And she was three doors down from me. So wow. three doors down, three doors down. No I wish rela- I could pick a song out. No relation, <laughs> no relation. Uh, yeah. Nice. So yes, that's how I met my wife. Um, how I met Jenny. Uh, I, so I work for a guy named Toby Mack. For those that don't know, he's a, he's an artist uh Christian singer. And um so I've been on the road with him for like 11 and a half years now, which is nuts. But uh, a couple years ago, well, not a couple anymore, but like five or six years ago, his personal assistant quit. And I kind of fell into that role. He was like, hey, this guy's leaving. Do you want to do this job? And I was like, sure. And I did it and it was great. And right af- after I got hired, their family, because he's got five kids, hired a new nanny. And so, uh, and that nanny was my wife and I didn't know that at the time, obviously, but, uh, I knew she was fine and knew how to handle them kids. Yeah. And I was like, Hey girl, <laughs> what's your name is? She was like, Hey Jenny. I was like, Oh yeah. You want to make a chocolate vanilla baby? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> and here we are six years later with a chocolate vanilla baby that That's turns right. two in like a Gabe, week and a half. Gabe Patillo creeping on the nanny. <laughs> yes, saw. That's awesome. Pulled the Tiger Woods on them jokers. That's right. In a good way. In a good way. Yeah. Cause I think, I think his wife was a daddy. I think. 
That's and so she awesome. was white and blonde, and my wife is white and blonde. Yeah. It's good That's stuff. the only thing me and Tiger Woods have in common. There you go. <laughs> We're brown and married, white and blonde nannies. Paul. Uh, Krista and I met at, um, I think we just met through my band, like our singer, he was friends with her. And mm-hmm. um, that's kind of how we both met at a show. I think we had planned to meet at the show, but we'd been talking beforehand. Um, oh, nice. So she didn't like see you play and was like, hey. <laughs> no, no. Um, actually, she thought that I was the other guitar player at first, I think. And the other, the, <laughs> oh, she nice. was like, oh, I thought you were the mean one. Oh, oh nice. Yeah, so that was good. At least funny. she wasn't like, I thought you were the cute one. Right. <laughs> yeah, so, um, but that was pretty, that was pretty cool. Um, that was awesome. But like I said, it, this was when MySpace was around. So we were on talking on there before we met. Well, how long have you guys been married now? Uh, it was seven years last month. Oh, August marriage too? Us yep. too. Nice. That's awesome. And then how long have you guys been married, Router? Uh, in October, it will be 15 years. Wow. Good golly. Yep. Some of our listeners' whole lives. That's right. <laughs> Do we really have people that listen to the show that are 15? I don't know. Maybe. I just I just figured maybe. Maybe. They're smart if they are. I'll take it. Wishful thinking. So hey, we're uh we're running over. Yeah, we gotta I've get got, to this spoilery stuff th- now. Three more questions, so I'll just I'll just do this last one because yeah, I was throw, gonna, throw them out there real fast and we'll try to answer them real fast because I don't okay. want to anybody. At S Dakota Gamer, when do you think Microsoft will announce their release date and why are they waiting so long to announce? Great soon. show, by the way. Yes, soon. I thought they were gonna be it they were gonna announce it PAX. But uh, yeah, that would have been a good time. It would have been a great time, but I'm sure it'll be. They did say soon recently. They were like, hey, soon when they when they did the. uh, okay, so the Xbox just went into production, mass production, like full production, and they upped the GPU speed from point six. The CPU speed from point six to point seven point five and the GPU speed from 800 megahertz to 853 megahertz, I think. So I didn't notice anything. You're you're not going to notice those little bumps, but um in them releasing that, they said that soon we'll know. And and it's now rumored that it's like mid to late November. <laughs> right. Not early November anymore. Okay, keep going. Okay. Uh, at uh, Yamin Bissett, in light of Hall and Patillo's Bioshock victory, are there any games you always wanted to complete but never did? Bioshock Infinite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much Bioshock Infinite. I think that's all around, right? Like, yeah. we, just, we just nailed that one. That yeah. Altered Beast, but I beat it a couple months ago, and I feel really good about it. Yeah, I, I, Altered Beast is a good one. I'd like to beat that. <laughs> yeah, for me, it'll be it's Bioshock Infinite, now that I'm not in the Bioshock Infinite club with you two. I know. But it's all, all good. All the cool kids are doing it. I know. <laughs> and actually, um, the other ones is the Mass Effect series, which I have two. So I'm going to start that soon too. I, really I need to do, play three. I really want to. So want to do good. That. So yeah. So since, good. since we're playing current games, I really need to play three. <laughs> yes. Exactly. All right. Final question at Catjack1997. What would it take for you to defect and buy your non-favorite console first? Oh my god. Same gosh. price, same features, and maybe I would consider buying. Uh, like one, like it would be more of a toss up if they were the same price, basically. Yeah, I mean, a I would, windfall of money. <laughs> I would like somebody would just have to like give me five grand out of yep. no place. I'd be like, oh sweet, I'm getting an Xbox One. I'm getting everything. Right. 
No, they would have to pay me to have the console. No, get out of here. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, no, honestly, I, I'm with Hall. Um, same price, and honestly, game exclusives too. If there's more game exclusives on another console versus another, especially if they're really great games, that would that would sway me. Mm. But they typically, you know, most of these, most of the AAA games are coming out. On both, you know, yeah. Yeah, on both, so it's not a big deal. Yeah, it definitely... doesn't make much of a difference, controller preference, etc. But this, with this generation, Sony did have more exclusives. I mean, there's, yeah. there's, that's just a fact. Yeah. And, yeah. To, and they were me, awesome. Yeah, to me, like, I liked them a lot better, even though I had both. So, yeah. I mean, if, you know, Sony's going to continue to have those franchises, then yeah. Like, I'd like to play Halo and I'd like to play, uh, um, gosh, what's that game called? Titanfall. What's that? Titanfall. Titanfall. Yeah, yeah, Titanfall. Yeah. I mean, I'd definitely. like to play those games like right out the gate, but unfortunately, kids and wives and nine to fives, we can only afford one. Yep. You know, right out the gate. So yeah, exactly. If they, if they were, like I said, if they were the same price and there was about the same amount of exclusives, which they may be at this point, then it would be really a good comparison. So awesome. that's my that's my thoughts. That's a wrap, that Jack. Router? I know. i got to leave you now. Mommy and Daddy need to talk about the budget. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 but. No. Go. Hey, hey, hey. One. Two. No dinner. Two and a half. Two and three quarters. <laughs> I always like listening to moms do that in the mall. And like at, at some point, because they don't know fractions, because nobody paid attention in, in in school, that they usually go backwards. They're like two, two and a half, two and a quarter. <laughs> You're like, that's, that's the wrong terrible. way. <laughs> Parent of the year right there. Yeah, exactly. They're that's like awesome. two and three sixths. <laughs> two You're like three sixths. Two and fifteen sixteenths. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, if you know, I, I just whoop them for, for them. I oh, just yeah, grab no, the child and whoop them real quick. I don't even count. <laughs> Forget it. Don't even count anymore. Just hit them. <laughs> I go, said don't. Yeah, just one. Pow. <laughs> if I have to get to counting, you're getting a spanking. That's right. All right, boys. All right, Router. I am super excited to to, uh, to hear about this after I play the game, but I will leave you now. Thank you, everybody, for all your questions, and uh, I will talk to you soon. Bye, Timothy. Yeah, hey, Router, you got to do the we up out this thing, peace. Whip out this thing, peace. <laughs> nice remix. So if you have not played Bioshock Infinite yet, turn the podcast off. We'll give you a second. Okay. Sorry, I had to give him a little second there. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler, Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Hall. Yes. What happened now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. So this game was awesome, right? Yes, very much so. Um... Let's do, let's do, you want to do the main story and then we'll go back and talk about specific things like. If, if people have already played the game, you know, I don't, oh, you're saying like basically talk. Cause some people might details. listen and some people might be like, Hey, I'm not going to play the game, but I'd love to hear. Oh, yeah. And true. You know. Some people probably beat it like five months ago. Exactly. <laughs> so that's true. 
Um, so, uh, you play Booker DeWitt, obviously, and you have a debt to be paid and to pay the debt, you know, that you have to go get this girl, Elizabeth, and bring her to these people. You don't know who these people are, especially at the beginning of the game. And, uh, and so the game is your journey with that, right? That's pretty much it. And the, what does it take place in 1912? 1912, yeah. Which is, I think, the same year as the Titanic. Yeah, that that was the crazy thing. When they had mentioned it was 1912, I was like, oh, boy, you're in for it. <laughs> I know, but it just makes so much sense. That's why I've always said about Bioshock. It makes so much sense to place it back in the early 1900s. Because, let's see, Bioshock, the first one is what, 1926? Uh, I, I want to say it's isn't somewhere it around to there. like the 40s. Yeah, something like that. But this is before then, obviously. Um, and uh, it's just a perfect time to put it into because man was doing all kind of crazy things at the time. Yeah. Right? And there was crazy experimentation. Uh, people didn't really know what the limits of science were at that time. Yeah. Um, so there was just all kinds of crazy stuff going on. Um, so you're in a city in the sky called Columbia and there's a guy that runs it Comstock, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, your whole journey is, uh, Comstock is the prophet He's kind of like their Jesus, um, the Jesus of Earth <laughs> or of of America or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, they listen to everything he says. He's like very, very highly worshipped. And um, everything he says comes true. And uh, Elizabeth, the girl you're rescuing, is his daughter. But you don't know that going in. It's obviously you, you find that out as you go along. And yeah, she it's, doesn't it's know Comstock's that. Comstock's daughter. It's Comstock's daughter. And, uh, she figures that out along the way as well. And your fight really is to, it starts out just getting the girl and then going to New York. And it turns into you kind of manipulating her because she wants to go to Paris. So you just tell her that you're going to Paris to get her to come with you. And then when she finds out, you know, turn of events happens and then you're out to go get Comstock because she, What's her vendetta with Comstock? You got to take all the, I'm so jealous you got to take this in in two days. I yeah, played this great. game over like three weeks. And so I was like, so, you know, it's a little foggy. Why, why, are, what's the turn to all of a sudden go kill Comstock? Um, well, I think basically, you know, she's like, I've been locked up my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, in this, in this big statue. Yeah. She's locked and up at the top. basically that she sees the horrible things that are going on in the underworld. So basically you've got this, uh, racial tension that is between promoted. the Vox, Vox Populi. Yeah. And uh, every, I mean, and I guess the people of Columbia, they don't really, I mean, I guess they kind of get into other races, but there is a very, that's the turn that happens at the very beginning. Sorry to go back, mm-hmm. but the very beginning, this town looks great and you're just walking around and you just got this weird baptism thing happened. And then you turn this corner and they're about to stone with baseballs about to stone this interracial couple. Mm -hmm. And that's when it takes the turn and you find out that it's very, there's this racial purity thing that they want to kind of have happen. It's funny because one of our Twitter people was like, this is a couple months ago. It was like, Hey Gabe, you really should play infinite. It's really great. But Hey, just so you know, 
there's some racist stuff in there. <laughs> I was like, man, good looking out for, you know, knowing that I'm black and try to be sensitive to my feelings. So I appreciate it. I'm not easily offended though. So I, I was fine with it. Yeah. Um, when you get Elizabeth out, basically she sees these things that are going on. The thing that I love about the story, because at first I was like, well, this is, you know, you're playing through the game and you're like, well, this is obviously very one-sided. They're showing you this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. The thing I loved was that the Vox Populi actually are also evil. Wrong. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's what yeah. I loved because at first I was like – I was playing through and I'm thinking like, okay, this is very heavy-handed. But I was like, but I know – that these guys are great at making games. I know that Ken Levine is a very smart writer, so he's not going to make this heavy handed, you know, these guys are evil and these guys are good thing. Like yeah, I knew sure. he was going to turn that corner. There's an evil say, in all of us kind e of thing. Exactly. And the thing I took away. So when basically I think the, the moment that Elizabeth really changes and really decides that, okay, we need to do something about Comstock is when she has to kill Daisy who is the leader of the Vox Populi. So, Oh yeah. Daisy. Um, I, I can't, she was, she killed somebody. I can't remember, but I basically it was Daisy, Daisy Fitzroy. She killed somebody. She killed a lot of people, but she like killed this dude. Oh, oh, oh. and then you mean she, Daisy Fitzroy killed somebody. Yeah. She killed somebody. And then she had right. his kid and she was going to kill his kid. She said, you know, that's the, right. The baby. Yeah. yeah, exactly. She said the only way, to stop them is to kill the seed, basically, to kill a kid because yeah. they're, they're going to grow up and they're going to be exactly the same, which we know to not be true. And then also, too, you know, we know that that kids are innocent. You know, yep. you you don't kill children. You know, that's just right. not right. So, yep. like I said, I uh, I was very, very excited to see that kind of pan out and see that, like I said, both factions were in the wrong it was very smart storytelling it wasn't yeah you know but it wasn't a very what's the word i'm looking for here he he wasn't blatantly saying these people are bad and you should hate these people he's saying you should hate all these people because they're all wrong yeah basically. i think it, i think it was like a hate it was like it was interesting what happens to men or you know just saying man as a general thing about humans mm -hmm. what happens when we get power Exactly. And so Daisy Fitzroy was the leader of the Vox Populi. She's crazy this way. And then you have uh, Comstock, who's the leader of this thing over here, and he's crazy in his own right. Exactly. And it goes into we, – we can actually kind of – we don't have to talk necessarily about the ending. What I was saying with that scene with Daisy was that's where Elizabeth kills Daisy, and I think that's where she just completely – changes as a person because mm. she had to kill yeah, somebody to yeah and her somebody. outfit changes her hair changes throughout the game yeah which i, mean, I thought it's was very really cool. figurative at that point yeah oh yeah and so uh you go through this thing kind of fighting your way and of course they're out for you from the beginning because you have the mark of the beast really you know he has yeah. ad on his hand which is like their 666 and well, no it was, it's 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 um his uh daughter's initials well, I know, but you don't oh, find crap. that out till later. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the, at first, all you know is that's the mark of the beast and that's the mark of the false prophet is what they called him the whole time. This, uh, this guy. And so you, you just kind of fight your way through and it's, it's a great story and the, and the way they kind of link together. There's times where she gets pissed and kind of leaves and he chases after Elizabeth and, uh, they get back together. And then, okay, so there's these tears 
and this is hard to just run through because it doesn't make much sense how we're just going to skim over it. But there's these tears and Elizabeth has this power where she cannot kind of open up these other worlds or this other time, kind of like uh, if the world was happening on four different timelines. And uh, you guys, you, you kind of start jumping through there, jumping through these tears and uh, and you walk into different times, right? Yeah. And you also come to realize that there are also alternate dimensions too so right. with different outcomes. Yeah. To where different things have happened. So you jump into this one tear that's pretty important and it's a tear where, uh, DeWitt, the guy that you're playing has become the leader of the, if come one of the leaders of the Vox Populi and he's died in service to the Vox Populi. And so they count him as a martyr and, uh, you're very important there. And that's Speaking when, of that, that ties into the beginning of the game. You know how when you're entering the city and they ask you to flip the coin and then they mark mm-hmm. it on the thing. Yeah, yeah, that heads basically is like you've been here a hundred times, and it always comes up heads. Yeah, isn't that crazy? <laughs> that's nuts. It's so crazy when you get to the end of this game. Well, we'll get there. But so you have to kill Daisy Fitzroy, uh, and it just kind of you're you're in you get. I think you end up being in the world where the Vox are openly fighting the people of Colombia before they're, they're kind of underground, you know, thumb on their head, kind of living in a shanty town. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, all there is to them. And they kind of underground faction that, you know, goes and bombs something every once in a while. But, um, that's not the case in this, you know, they're, they've got their flags everywhere. These red flags blimps. that, yeah, blimps all over the place that, you know, represent, Oh man, we're just kind of running through this so much, but you know, you can't really get into all of there it. There is um, a ton. We could be here all day. Um, all right. What else, Hall? What, what kind of going forward from there? Uh, getting closer to Comstock's house and the whole thing with her mom. Kind of talk about that a little bit. Um, goodness. I, you know, like playing the game, like I didn't fully kind of a blur, right? Understand. Yeah. Like, what, so. What, what, they, they had been prophesying too, like saying, "Like, oh, this child was born in seven days. It was a miracle." Right. So you come to find out that Elizabeth was actually stolen from another dimension. The the Lutesses, the um, actually the Lutesses was only one person. That was the thing was that was it? hard for me to understand. They so, weren't twins. No, no. Basically, what it was is the the man was. Lutes born as a man, but the like woman was him if he were born as a woman. Like it was an alternate in a dimension. different dimension. Oh yeah, it's so crazy. I was like, what? But they're together the whole time. Yeah, and and like I, almost I know, speaking in unison, it's crazy because they both figured out how to basically travel between time and dimension. So they exist they're the outside ones, of it. Yeah, and they're the ones that came up with the whole quantum physics of being able to have a city in the sky. And yeah. so they've figured out how to meet up because they are the ones that invented all this kind of. That is so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's nuts. It's hard so to explain. It really is. So you find out that Comstock is actually because of the tests he's been doing with the how you say it, Lutesses? Yeah. That he's actually sterile. And so all the things that he's been saying, you know, the seed of the prophet will rain down on the mountains of men um, is not true because it's not his baby, kind of. 
So and then Lady Comstock, who they kind of hold as the Virgin Mary, um, is keeping this secret and she has to be killed because of it. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's that's what I gathered. It's very, very confusing. I wish I could play it really in a day so I could like get the whole story at once. Um, and then, uh, gosh, what else? So that's coming to the end of the game where you're figuring all this stuff out. And then, I mean, this is spoiler cast. We might as well go into the end, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, gosh, I, I don't even know how to explain it. So you're fighting your way to Comstock. And it, and it ramps in an interesting way because you're the, the fighting ramps, but you're in your interaction with Comstock doesn't really ramp. If that makes sense. Yeah, I get what you're saying. So you, uh, you, you finally find Comstock, this guy and forgive me for those people that are in love with this game. I love this game too. It was very fun. I know we're skipping a bunch of stuff. Please don't hit us on Twitter and, and ruin it for anybody for the things that we miss. Just write us an uh, email separately, like Gabe at Married to the Games and what is yours? The other Tim at Married to the Games? Yeah, the other Tim at Married to the Games. Um, so you come to the end, you, you talk to Comstock and just rage kind of hits you because you, Elizabeth wants to kill Comstock and you're like, no, I'm not going to let you do it. I don't want you to kill your father, you know, or the guy that's saying he's your father. I'll do it for you. But in the, in the time Elizabeth's talking to him and he kind of starts manipulating Elizabeth very quickly. And you kind of see her like kind of fading into what he's saying and you go ballistic and you're standing at like a bird bath and literally bash his head against this bird bath and drown him in it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so he's dead. And she's like, Oh my gosh, you killed him. And, and you're he like, he says, before you, before you actually kill him, he says, it is finished. And I was thinking, Oh, well, that's, you know, a, a yeah, Bible, Bible reference. reference. And then you come to realize that he says that, well, we'll, we'll let, let's keep going because I want to, I'll talk about that in a second. So let me ask you this. Does old Elizabeth already have happened? I think old Elizabeth already happened. Yeah, you jumped so, to this other dimension. Yeah, exactly. Where, where she basically, meet. she became the seed of the prophet and she, succeeded him and all that stuff yeah and and is destroying new york and that's what you you had a gosh it's so messed up they said you had, the had a dream earlier down basically yeah you had, had a dream earlier about new york coming to its demise and she's the one that does it and you've and then she sends you back in time to keep herself from doing that so you go back in time she gives you this note give it to my younger self you don't actually tell her that it's her, I don't think, but she figures it out. But you give her this note to not become Comstock and live out his plan. Okay, you take overhaul. You know, I thought it was so nuts. Yeah, I guess let's just go to the end. Final boss battle thing was buggy. It was kind of slow, like the frame rate was falling. Yeah, like the final blimp battle thing. Fighting the, the Vox Populi yeah, with the songbird. With the songbird. It was, for me, the frame rate was kind of wacky, but I got through it on the second time. I failed the first time, so. Yeah, it was a little messy. Um, a lot of dudes at once. Yeah, a lot of people. You're I controlling this bird that, that to looked over. a typical boss battle. Like, I just like an endurance challenge, basically. Yeah, exactly. That's definitely what it was. And and you kind of, the, the shades of Bioshock 
the original really start to take shape at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, where in the Bioshock, the first game, you're not playing in a living city. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's gone mm-hmm. and you're just messing with, you know, uh, Ryan, this guy, Ryan. And, um, this is where it starts taking shape because you start to see the relationship between the songbird and Elizabeth, which are very telling of the little sisters and the big daddies. Yeah. Um, very much so. Yeah. And it clicks because she all of a sudden looks at the songbird as her protector, not as something she needs to destroy. So anyway, okay. So you do this boss battle, blah, 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 blah. And then what happens? You start jumping through time. Yeah, basically she uh she takes you to Rapture. And this was the nut this was the thing that was nuts. She said, you know, Well, you use it as an escape, don't you? Yeah, 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 cuz she, she takes, like rips she, over yeah, the she tear. rips it to basically rips you over to Rapture and takes Songbird with her cuz Songbird Be- then drowns in the water. Because yeah, you're trying Oh, you lose control of the Songbird and it's about to attack you. And yes. so Yeah, you drop the like, flute thing. Right, and and he's in the midst of destroying this thing that's been kind of keeping her power suppressed. And so once it's destroyed, she can kind of like rip into wherever she wants to go. And so she rips you underwater and you don't know that it's rapture right away. And so you just see the songbird kind of hit this glass and it's underwater. It's a fully mechanical animal and it dies because it's fully mechanical underwater. And you kind of look around and you start seeing the... What are they called in Rapture? They're not Vigors in Rapture. Um, shoot. Plasmids. Plasmids, yeah. You start seeing the plasmids. And it made me so happy that I've at least played the first what, yes. six hours of Bioshock. Yes. I, I, I said that to Tim. Basically, I said, you know, if you've played the first one, it will be cool for you to play this game. Like, at the end, you'll be like, yes. oh, cool. And I feel like I played enough of the original Bioshock to where I could get, I got everything. So what they explain to you as you go to Rapture is, hey, there's a there's all these different worlds and they all have a Comstock. Exactly. And what's what's interesting that I, you know, being a Christian, obviously the whole game, I'm like, oh, gosh, this is what people think of crazy Christians. (laughs) Um, And then you're you're getting baptized in the name of Comstock everywhere. And then you jump to this one world where this guy tries to baptize you in the name of Jesus. And you're like, oh, gosh. And for me, it was just really chilling because it's saying that Jesus is Comstock, which, of course, I I hate as a Christian, you know? Yeah, but, and, and, and I, I, I didn't I, – I see what you're saying. Like, I, I understand the, the symbolism that they were trying to put across. But yeah, they made it clear that Comstock was a crazy person. Like, yes. that that's not – he wasn't doing God's work, essentially. Right. And that, yeah. You know, so, love thy neighbor as yourself doesn't mean rain fire down on him. So <laughs> exactly. it's obvious that Comstock yeah. was a, a, was a, an extremist, Twisted, crazy yeah. guy. Which so. happens to a lot of, if you look at the foundations of many religions, they're all, all welcoming at first and then they get a little power and want to start turning on people. Anyway. Exactly. Um, so, uh, and you find out from hopping into these different worlds that there's a DeWitt for every world. There's an Elizabeth for every world. And there's a Comstock for every world. And they've all played out their lives differently. Mm-hmm. And, um, gosh, the, the DeWitt that you're playing 
could have been baptized and didn't get baptized. And so he doesn't go into this religious weirdness. Is that kind of what you take away from it? That's exactly it. So basically he doesn't get baptized. And at some point in time, he has a daughter. Yeah. Name Anna. And this is where it starts getting a little foggy for me as far as understanding. Um, you have a debt from gambling is how he explains it earlier in the game. And mm. you, ugh, I don't even know how to explain it, but the Lutessas want your daughter because an older version of yourself who is lives, Comstock, who you come to find out is Comstock. So you DeWitt in a different life baptizes himself and changes his name as much as for those that know the Bible fine for those that don't let me explain it to you in the Bible. Some, some people, some of Jesus's disciples change their names and that's what happens in this, you know, Saul becomes Paul, uh, Simon becomes Simon Peter. And mm-hmm. so in, in this game, DeWitt becomes Comstock after he's baptized. And when he's baptized, he goes crazy drunk with power. But the only thing I didn't understand was why he was sterile in some worlds and in some worlds, not sterile. Because obviously he had Anna. Well, I thought in every, well, no, see, he's not sterile when he's young because he hasn't been experimenting with the, the, um, so in some worlds, a young DeWitt had a baby in some worlds. Yes. And and it seems to me in every world, Comstock comes to get her. That's what it seems to me anyway. Because it's just a vicious cycle is what they end up telling you. I think so, because I think, gosh, this is so this is so much to explain. I, after I finished this game, I was looking for a book on the game so I could read it. <laughs> no, seriously. Um, yeah. But basically what I took from it is that in every instance, um, Comstock is going to come get Elizabeth. Unless... You kill Comstock when he's young. Exactly. And that, that was where, that was where the Daisy story fit in. Cause she said, you gotta, you gotta kill, kill him the at baby. the seed. Exactly. Yeah, the seed. You gotta, yeah. So he's saying, I'm going to go smother Comstock. Well, I guess Elizabeth. When he's a baby. Yeah, exactly. I guess Elizabeth <laughs> knows at this point that you are Comstock. Because I think once her powers unlock and she says it at one point at the end, she goes, I, I can see all the doors and where they lead. Yeah. And so I, you know, obviously the whole story comes together for her. And what's interesting is, um, so you're like, well, dang, I am the younger version of Comstock. Exactly. Um, so to kill something would be, I would need to kill myself, right? Yeah. That basically she had said that that baptism that he took was the deciding factor. That was the split in the road. That was to either say, I'm going to be, Booker DeWitt or I'm going to be Zachary Comstock. And so she said at this point in time, at this decision, you know, we're going to prevent you. We're going to prevent Comstock from ever existing. Right. And so an easy way to look, look at this for those that are like, what in the heck are they talking about? Think of the first Back to the Future. When he goes back in time and he takes that picture with him of himself and his sister and his parents and his mom starts to fall for him in the in uh, back of the day and his f- picture starts to fade 
because he never existed. That's kind of what they're trying to do here. Exactly. Ex- except they're doing it on purpose. Like kill myself so that I never exist. And, and it's funny because so they baptize him, Elizabeth's, a bunch of Elizabeth's from a bunch of different worlds, baptize him and hold him underwater and drown him. And you slowly see the Elizabeth starting to disappear because if Comstock never lives and DeWitt never lives, then Elizabeth never lives. You know, the thing is, is you never see the last one disappear. That was the crazy part. I was like, right. The screen just goes black. Yeah. It was just like, um, oh, goodness. Actually, I can't even mention that because that's a spoiler. Yeah, exactly. But basically, yeah, I mean, that that was they're kind of holding it back from you just so you're like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like you do know, but you don't know, because when you play Bioshock Infinite, I mean, Bioshock, the first one, I didn't finish that game, so I have no idea what's at the end of it. But um, it's basically the same kind of story, just a little different. Yeah. And so I'm guessing the guy that you're playing, are you playing DeWitt in Bioshock? I don't want to spoil Bioshock, though, like the original. We'll talk about it off air. Yeah, I can't I can't spoil that. But um. Anyway, it was a great game. It was incredible. I was um, completely blown away when I finished it. Since since they they basically create this big like thread, they they basically just create this giant, you know, discombobulated ball of yarn and then at the end they just yank it and straighten and it, it all out. Yeah, and they're You're like, "Look, like, no Whoa! knots." <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> okay, so quick question before cuz I know you got to get out of here. Favorite vigor? Um, electrocution. And it was, was in Bioshock it? too. I never used the electrocution. Yeah, I always used it. I used possession. That was the one that I wanted to use, but I never upgraded my salts. So. You, ever? No. You know what's funny? I never upgraded my shield. I always upgraded my shield and health. I only did health and salts. Yeah, I just, uh, I, I loved using it. I, I loved using the vigors after a while. Oh, I, and possession was was really awesome. It's just that since I never upgraded my salt, I only got to use it twice before it ran out. So I was like, eh. oh, and you never upgraded it because you could upgrade it and it would be yeah, it would like cost four. less. Yeah, I didn't do that either. Um, I love possession, and then at the end of the game, actually, when you're fighting, especially when you're fighting, um, Elizabeth's mom, mm-hmm. uh, I used Murder of Crows a lot. Hmm. Because I'd upgraded it enough to where if Murder of Crows killed someone, then they it became, became a, trap. a trap of Murder of Crows. Yeah, I should yeah. have done that because I upgraded that as well, and I just didn't use it anymore. So I should have well, tried that. Yeah, Actually, I, no, my favorite vigor, now take that back, my favorite vigor was the um, the send back at you thing. Oh, yeah, you got that so late, though. Yeah, you did, but it was extremely effective at the yeah, end. Yeah, the shield. Because basically yeah. I just used it as a shield. Yeah, it collected the bullets that were shot at you. Kind of, I was saying, I don't, you weren't here, but for my favorite movie, I said The Matrix. And that, the send yeah. it back to you is very Matrix-like, because he just kind of collects the bullets in his hand and throws them back at the person. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. That was sweet. Dude, Bioshock Infinite, spoiled and talked about. Um, Actually, I the crazy thing was, is I told, I, I explained the story to Krista, because... I mean, she doesn't watch me play just like right. every other wife in the world, you know, but um, <laughs> almost I every other we've, we've seen. Yeah, some. I explained the story to her and she was like, she was just like, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's a, I don't even know how I could explain it to Jenny. I don't even know how. I, I don't know how I was able it. to either, but she watched the, uh, the, 
little spoiler explanation video that Ed sent us. She watched How is it that? with me. I didn't so. watch it yet. Is it good? It it brings together a lot of that stuff. Like a lot of it I already knew. Like a lot of it was pretty obvious. Right, right. But like the heads or tails thing, like I didn't I didn't I pick up on that. that. Yeah. yeah. So it it definitely fills in all those gaps. So I recommend You know what's interesting about the heads or tails thing though? It's a little counter It's a little like not hypocritical, but like it's a little if, counterintuitive to their argument that they're right are because variables. if DeWitt can live different lives, then what makes that coin flip the same way every single time? I know that's what I was confused about. So, unless it's unless you hit them at the same time in every life, and the wind is blowing be. the same, and you know what I'm saying the weather's but, the same, and yeah, but some worlds you're underwater. I mean, the gravity would be different. Anyway, that's getting into stupid I stuff. Don't but know. oh man, I loved it. Yeah, I, gosh, I was so blown away by the game, especially, like I said, when that last little bit came together, I was just like, mind blew up. I was just yeah. like, what? I totally understood Whoa. what people were saying when they were like, this game's great. The end is crazy because I did like the game a lot already, but I was ready for something to break loose. If mm-hmm. that makes any sense. Like I felt like, okay, I'm just going through a story. And then once the end hit or you feel the end ramping up and they start revealing stuff, mm-hmm. you're like, Oh, here it is. This is what everybody was talking about. You know, exactly. It just, the cogs in my brain just clicked blew up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they clicked and then they blew up. Exactly. I was just like, um, you gotta be kidding me. I just remember that that game is still down in my car and I didn't return it last night. Oh crap. Uh, extra two dollars is okay by me. Yeah, I, I literally game. paid three dollars for this rental. So I know. I think I'm happy. total. I would have paid ten dollars by the time I end this, which is awesome. Man, that, it's just it's so good. That that is a game that I will. Well, now I'm excited about the DLC. I think. Yeah, I, but, gosh, but also I don't want to mess with the story because the DLC's got to be before the end now. Yeah, and I don't. I don't know. Goodness, it's okay. Uh, we'll see. Just such a, an amazing game, and the you gonna write a song about so it? Good. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> I think you should. Somebody hit us on Facebook. They were like, "Good game to write a song about." <laughs> so I don't yeah. know. I don't know if I'll do it. It was great, but uh, you know, Last of Us, I was looking forward to for like a year. And it came out and, you know, was still amazing. I was really looking forward to Infinite, too. I really kind of wish I would have got it right away. And played yeah, it. been a part of the hype. Yeah, it's just so, it just sucks that so much was coming out. Like, so much has been coming out. Like, it's just, it's hard for people in our situation, obviously, kids and wives and nine to fives. Yeah. Uh, for me, minus the kids. But, um, yeah. you know, it's just so hard for people in our situation to find times to sit down and play 12 hour experiences. I mean, think about it. 12, a 12 hour game. That's like a se- watching a season of a show all at once. Oh yeah, sure. That's hard yeah. to do. <laughs> yeah, of course. Hard to find the time yeah. in a season of, in a season of television you can watch with, with your wife. Exactly. Yeah. That makes it a little easier. Actually it does make know. it a little easier. Oh boy. All right. Well, you ready to get up out of here? Yeah. We about this thing. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> For Gabe Patillo, that's Timothy Hall. Where's Tim Ryder at? Hopefully playing Bioshock Infinite by now. He needs to get on it so he can listen to this spoiler cast on his own podcast. It's ridiculous. Thank you guys for listening. 051 and Bioshock Infinite in the books. 
We will holler at y'all next week. We are up out this thing. Peace.